solution. Hi. Sorry about that. Welcome to episode 84 of the Hey OK. Ha! Happy hour. How are you guys doing? I hope you had a wonderful week. I hope your week was better than mine. Uh, last week, I believe it was Sunday, uh, after the podcast, uh, minutes, maybe hour tops after I wrapped up the, uh, the last podcast, I step outside to uh, get some, um, into my lady friend's car to pick up some, uh, some cognac from off, out of the backseat. You probably pronounce it cognac. And I got to walk kitty corner. It's not far. Stones throw. Or a baseball's throw. It doesn't matter what you throw. You could throw it in one toss. I walk across the street there. And I wind up getting shot. All right. Can you believe it? Can you believe? I got shot. I'm a victim of gun violence, kind of. The most childish, childlike victim of gun violence. Pretty sure it was a pellet gun. Okay. Which is not even a firearm, as you would call it. Pretty sure a 10-year-old can go to a Walmart and buy a pellet gun. At least they can in the free states. I don't know. So I'm, uh, here's what happens. I'm opening the Ford Explorer. It doesn't matter what the car is. Uh, and you know how when you open up a, uh, the hatch, your, your hands are up, you know? The same exact position you would be in if you... We're saying, don't shoot, you know, hands up. And there's a residential road that comes to a T intersection pretty close to where this parking spot is, okay? It's a pretty, it's a fairly busy road, but it's a residential road, right? 25 mile per hour speed limit. They'll work. So pop open the old hatch, sitting there. One of the car pulls up, one of the cars pulls up to the stop sign. I'm not really paying attention. You know, why would I? This is all in retrospect. Uh, and a fucking gun. Appears to be a gun. Hear a little pop. And I get a little, uh, little bite in my left buttocks. Butt cheek? Whatever you call it. Right where my wallet would have been had I been wearing it in the left pocket as opposed to the right. Now, I assumed in, in the uh, hustle bustle of, uh, in the shock of what the fuck just happened, I assumed, okay, that was a paintball gun. Those rascally kids in their paintball guns, you know, shooting people with red paintballs so they think they're bleeding and they freak out. I'm not condoning it. It's not funny, but I can see how a degenerate 16-year-old with limited empathy might get a chuckle out of the old paintball trick so I figure we out we got ourselves a paintball drive-by no biggie but whatever look down and uh, I'm like oh, okay let me reach down my pants see what I'm feeling and it's wet meaning there's blood assume it's a pellet right but then I'm thinking wait a second are these motherfucking vaxxers just going around now and just shooting syringes and motherfuckers asses making sure we're getting full coverage and what percentage of the population would actually support that if that was propositioned? I think an alarming high percentage of the American population would be like, yeah, it's, a pub it's for public health, you know? Because you could justify anything with those two magic words, public health, which is technically everything, you know? If you want to get technical, everything is public health, you know? It's a pretty 
big umbrella. And it sounds like a paranoid thought, but when you get shot in the ass by a stranger in an unmarked car with tinted windows, you know, suddenly speculating, was that a CIA uh, uh, heart, heart attack gun? Remember, remember this? There was a, the CIA had a heart attack gun. They shoot a little projectile in a fellow or a gal, you know, tranny, whatever they want to do. And it kills you, gives you a heart attack. Right? And I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, what the, f how self-important am I that that would be uh, a, even a remote possibility? Come on, man, think it was probably a pellet. This is all going through my head as I'm like, you know, looking down the street, trying to in vain see what car it was. And, um, and I could walk fine. That's the other thing. Like, clearly it's, uh, you know, it's not a nine millimeter, you know, you gonna be limping a little bit, tears through, tears through some muscle tissue. Say that five times fast. Tears through some muscle tissue. Um, you'll be limping. So I I amble. I see a cop right there. There's a, pull, a fire station he's pulling up. Uh, probably do office work, you know, drink a coffee, whatever he, it is that he does. And I go, uh, I wave him down. I'm like, hey, I think I was sh shot. And my attitude and the way I, you know, I said it, he's like, what? What do you mean? He was incredulous. You, you mean you got shot? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. You know. I look over and next thing you know, I'm like showing a cop my ass in broad daylight. Like, what do you think? Eh? So, well, I could call a medic. Do you want me to call a medic? I'm like, I don't know. It's probably not that big of a deal. Wait, let me go. I'll go up to the apartment. Let my lady friend look at it. If it's that big of a deal, we'll, we'll go to the hospital. But don't do a medic. Don't. Not necessary. Or something. Walk up to the apartment. Uh, Empty-handed. No cognac in tow. Open the door. And there's really no way to, like, tactfully, like, you know, softly let somebody know that you, you just got shot. Because I'm not really shot shot, but I'm technically, like, somebody shot at something in my butt. Okay? It's, it's, it's kind of weird. So I got to be like, I, was, I think I was shot. So I go to her, ah, I think I was shot. She's like, what? And then I pulled on my pants and she, she sees all the blood. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, it's she, you know. I'm like, no, calm down, just a flesh wound, right? And then she's like, all right, all right, okay, okay. And she's like putting a cotton ball with alcohol-soaked cotton balls on it, you know, making sure it's clean, I guess. I don't know. And I'm like, is there a hole in my pants? That's the thing, because maybe, maybe it was a BB or something like a paintball, and it just ricocheted off, and um, it, it somehow punctured. And by the way, these motherfuckers are lucky I wasn't flexing, you know? If I was flexing... Flecking. If I was flexing, man, that thing would have just bounced right back and hit their car. Ping! But they got me. They caught me unawares, uh, like Houdini. That's how they got Houdini, right? Wasn't he just hanging out, not flexing, standing in line to see a, a Nickelodeon or whatever the fuck they were watching back then, and some guy just sucker punched him in the stomach. He wasn't flexing. Anyway, um, th that's what the fuck happened, and. And she's cleaning me up. Oh, well, better go to the, the hospital there because there was a hole in my pants. Small hole, but there was a hole, which means there's probably something in my, uh, it's weird to say in your butt, but you know what I mean, in the flesh. You got it, right? And so uh, probably want to figure out what that is, right? Thinking it's probably a syringe or God knows what the fuck it is, but let's just hope it's a pellet. Get to the hospital. Then I get to the, the guy at the front desk and I have to say uh, the sentence, you know, and I don't care what accent you have. I don't care if you're from Boston, Minnesota. I don't care if you're British. Um, if you say, uh, I was shot in the buttocks, you are going to sound 
like Forrest Gump. You're, you're going to have no choice in the matter. You're going to channel um, Forrest Gump. So I'm like, what? You got, you got shot in the buttocks? Yeah, I think I, I got shot in the buttocks. All right, let's go. Right this way, sir. Brings me to a um, one of those hospital rooms that are curtained off. There's God knows who's on the other side of the curtain. And that doctor showed up quick. Apparently, if you get shot, it doesn't matter how small the caliber of bullet is. They show up. I don't know what the fuck they're doing when you show up normally, like with a broken arm. You're like, you're writhing in pain with a broken arm. But like, ah, it will get to you eventually. Let me finish up playing Minesweeper. Um, what, you know, but you get shot, they show up right away. Doctor shows up, does the old x-rays. I'm laying on my stomach. Um, you know, by the way, no ice cream, which is uh, disappointing. You know, I thought I'd be double-fisting ice cream cones, uh, but uh, that's more Hollywood bullshit. And so they take the x-rays, and uh, the doctor goes, it's a lady doctor. It doesn't matter what gender she I assume she's a lady, you know, assuming genders exist. And she goes, uh, what's that? Um, sorry about that. And they, uh, she takes the x-rays, and she says... Hmm, never seen that before. That's the one sentence you never want to hear in a hospital, when you, especially when you think there's like a cyanide tablet in your butt, right? I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I feel okay. I don't feel poisoned. I don't feel brainwashed, right? I don't feel vaxxed. I feel fine. And, oh, I never seen is that too. And by this time, the cops are there, right? There's a cop standing right there. And the fucking doctor goes to the police officer. I don't know. That looks like two. What do you think? And uh, asking the doctor his professional, a doctor, asking a, do- a cop his professional opinion on an x-ray, right? And he literally put his hands in the air. He's like, I don't know. It's above my pay grade. I don't know. And I'm thinking, God damn it. This is, I'm, this is not good. This is not good. I want to hear. We see this all the time. That's a pellet. You're going to be okay. So can I see the, the x-ray? She shows me the x-ray on her phone. <laughs> and uh, it looks like, uh, you know, maybe two BBs. I, I see why she said, is it two? Because it looked like possibly there was two BBs close enough to touch each other. Which, if, you're a, if you know pellets, pellets are kind of shaped like a mushroom with a wider base. So it is conceivable from a certain angle, a pellet could look like two individual BBs touching one another which put my mind at ease. I said, I, I think we're looking at a pellet. And by the way, if I'm the one who makes the fucking diagnosis, the accurate diagnosis, I don't have to pay, right? If I got to see what the fucking bill is, but I, I told her, I don't have insurance. I don't want a surgery whatsoever. If Can you just dig it out yourself, right? And she tried her damnedest. Laying on my stomach, she's getting in the wound. Um... By the way, I'm pretty sure I was uh, pretty sure she molested me. You know, when they were, I came in there for the examination, she was getting really touchy feely up there. And there was two nurses in the room, and they even chuckled. And then she goes to me, "Now you gotta turn around, and flip over." You know, I want to see the front side. She says, "I gotta check for an exit wound." I'm like, I'm "Pretty sure there's not an exit wound, but here you go. Here's a free fucking show." You know, I got wor- I got bigger things on my mind, right? Than some. And the nurses fucking even chuckled, and the the doctor said, "Well, I gotta, I gotta see." You know, like justifying it. The whole thing was weird. She's asking the doctor, his or the cop, his advice. It's just, uh, it wasn't, and then I got to make the diagnosis as far as what the fuck is actually in my butt. I'm saying 
I don't know if I'm going to, you'll get your money eventually hospital, but I don't know how much you're expecting. If this is the kind of service you're providing, I could have hired anybody. My lady friend could have fucking had a, uh, a little razor digging around that wound, trying in vain to dig out a pellet. She could have done that. I guess she doesn't have an x-ray machine though. So fair enough. Okay. You gave me x-rays. Okay. Okay. You make a good point. You make a good point. Because otherwise I, w- I wouldn't have known what the fuck the shape was. Okay. okay. But at any rate, I still made the diagnosis. The goddamn pellet. And then the doctor goes, I'm sorry. I can't get it out. We're, we're going to have to do surgery. I said, fuck, no, we're not doing surgery. Again, no insurance. Deductible, even if you had insurance. What's a $8,000 deductible? What the fuck? Get out of here with your surgery. You ain't cutting me. And so... She goes, you know what? Let me call my friend, Dr. Castillo. He'll hook you up, she said. He'll, I know you don't got shirts, but he'll hook you up. So she goes, talks to him on the phone, comes back, just talk to Dr. Castillo. Here's, what, here's the deal. What's probably going to happen is give it a couple months, <laughs> she says, and your body will reject it. It'll slowly make its way to the surface, and it, we can take it out at that point. In the meantime, keep it clean. I'm going to prescribe you some antibiotics, some antibiotic cream. I said, cool. Probably not going to use the antibiotics, but I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, cool. So, by the way, how crazy is the human body that, like, it knows there's something in there and it pushes out the foreign object? I refuse to call it a bullet. But how weird is that? Like, what part of your body knows? You know what I mean? Is it your gut biome? It's certainly not your consciousness, right? You can't consciously control that who am i wim hof the human body is incredible so she tells me that and uh, that was basically this has been a long story guys okay but you get shot you know even if it's just a pellet you're gonna want oh and then the police kept asking me you want to press charges you know i said i don't know maybe be nice to see who the fuck did this get some camera footage you know cop says well in order to proceed with that, you know, we got to take your clothes and your shoes as evidence. You know, your bloody, bloody sweatpants and your shoes, shoes and such. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to give up my shoes. You know, nice pair of shoes. Jordan tens with the camo. Yes, the camo. Stop judging. And he said, um, "Oh, fine. That's that's your no problem. You don't have to press charges. You know." But I'm just worried, like, it could be a 22 and how deep it is. You know, he's, like, giving me the salesman. You know, he's giving me the give up and the, and the rebuttal to my objection. And I'm getting kind of paranoid. I'm in a paranoid frame of mind, you know. I'm telling you, you get rolled up on by a tinted window car, get popped in the butt ever so perfectly, you're going to be a little paranoid, you know. I don't care who you are. And I thought to myself, what do they want my uh, fucking DNA and shit? Like, what, are they going to frame me for some unsolved crime? You know, we got it. We got the footprints and everything, you know. Plus, I'm thinking, like, it's a pellet gun, you know, it's a, it's a dick move, you know, it's not, it's not good. You shouldn't be shooting people with pellets, you know, but I don't want to, you know, what, what are they going to charge with attempted murder, some idiot kid? Because, you know, I grew up, some, you know, in rural parts of the country, you know, and I'm not saying I ever shot a kid with a BB gun, never even thought I thought about doing that. Don't think I was even shot with a BB gun myself. But I knew kids who did shoot BB guns at each other, and it wasn't unheard of. And uh, not a pellet gun, mind you, but it's not. I just said to the cop, I said, I don't want to press charges. Why don't we find out, you know, who it was on the camera? Maybe 
get him in an interrogation room. Maybe I'll talk to him, slap him around a little bit. No charges, no record. He says, nah, we can't do that, you know. To move forward, that's, you know, it's a DA thing. It's up to the prosecutor with your input, yada, yada. I'm like, all right. Because you sure we can't just... So I said, I don't know. I want to... I'm going to think I'm going to forego pressing charges. And uh, if you're hearing raindrops, uh, you're welcome. I was going to say sorry, but goddamn, that's some good ambience. If you can't hear raindrops, ignore everything I'm saying. Uh, or at least the last five seconds. Long story short, literally long story short, I'm on the mend. Lady friend is all taking credit for it, you know, because she, you know, she applied the alcohol to it initially, and she had to apply the gauze and all that shit. But she swears she's one of those essential oils lady that everybody makes fun of on the internet, you know. You know, everybody makes fun of. The are they Karen? Are they white Karens with the essential oil? Is that the stereotype? Uh, whatever it is, that's that's not her. And she swear I'm on the mend. It's healing freakishly fast. I'm told, and she's taking credit for the fucking essential oils. I think it's ridiculous, and she wants to sell that shit. The more I think about it, the more convinced I am. She paid. Uh, she put a hit out on me, and she had the fucking remedy waiting the whole time. Like she had to act. That's why she was so uh, cool, calm, and collected when I showed up. You know, she did acting job. Oh, what? you were shot! Oh my god! Right now, the whole time she had this fucking essential oils waiting, bay leaf, rosemary, whatever the fuck it is. Um. Yeah, but there's no control group, right? What if I didn't get sh if I got shot in the other bum? We could have treated it differently, you know, and it'd probably be the same, right? I gotta be the, uh, I gotta be the, the 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 skeptic. Essential oils. It's one of those words you can't even say anymore and be taken seriously, even though there probably is something to them. They're probably not the panacea, New Agers make it out to be, but I guarantee fucking to you, there's probably some benefits to these fucking things. And the whole let's create a straw man of the craziest claims and totally discredit the, uh, I don't know. What are they? The oils of plants, which most medicine is derived from anyway. Even like pharmaceutical grade stuff. Okay, we're getting sidetracked. Anyway, yay for essential oil and boo for getting capped in the ass, even if it's a pellet. <clears throat> anyway, thanks for sticking around for that fucking long one. Sorry, nineteen minutes, nineteen minute story, and uh, probably not even that funny. Because uh, that's the other thing. Here's how sick I am. Like the, Immediately after I was shot, immediately, like as I was looking at my own ass to find the blood or the, or the hole, as that's happening, there was part of my brain that goes, this is another five minutes, you know, material. <laughs> and enough time has passed. That's probably not true, right? I'm not going to fucking... Anywho, any, anywho... Shout out to uh, Kyrie Irving. I don't know if you guys saw this uh, protest uh, in the news at uh, Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Barclays is where the Brooklyn Nets play their basketball games. And a uh, one Kyrie Irving, uh, as I may have mentioned in a previous podcast, and if you hadn't heard it, I'm sure you've heard the name elsewhere, Kyrie Irving uh, is refusing to get vaccinated. One of many NBA players, uh, in fact, but 
Unlike a lot of NBA players, he lives and plays in a city that requires it. New York, New York law requires you that you're vaccinated to attend any entertainment, sporting event, music event, whatever, restaurant. Pretty much, you know, if you want to go indoors in New York City, you have to have proof of vaccination. And Kyrie Irving is like, go fuck yourself, I'm not gonna do it. You know? And, and so uh, people have rallied to support him. And there was a protest, I think, yesterday. I need to find my phone. Um, one second. I got to read this to you. It's fun. It's a good time. All right. So check this out. So uh, from Yahoo Sports, Nets briefly put Barclays Center on lockdown after a protest for Kyrie Irving turns ugly. So wearing shirts, reading slogans such as stand with Kyrie and chanting, let Kyrie play. The crowd soon turned aggressive and stormed past the barricades outside the arena. Newsday's Barbara Barker reported the group included supporters of President Donald Trump and people with Black Lives Matter signs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Finally, something to unite the country. Vaccine mandates. The boogeyman we can all rally around and defeat. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Can you imagine going back in a time machine and telling people, hey, there's going to be a fucking protest storm in a barricade in fucking Barclays Center. A bipartisan protest group comprised of Trump supporters and BLM. Mega hats and Black Lives Matter. Oh boy, what a, what a, what an unlikely turn of events. Uh, while another source claimed to hear a reference to the January 6th storming of the U.S. Capitol. You haven't, I'm sure you've heard it before, folks. A lot of people have predicted this, but mark their words, mark my words. January 6th will continue to be used to discredit any type of protest, whether it's so-called left wing, so-called right wing, or a bipartisan uh, coalition comprised thereof. Uh, anything. They're going to throw January 6th in. They're going to throw in um, uh, Trump, you know, to discredit any protest movement. Uh, they'll use Trump to discredit it amongst liberals. They'll use Black Lives Matter to discredit it amongst the right. So uh, should be interesting. Buckle up. Buckle up, buckaroos. Things about to get interesting. I was in New York this weekend, by the way. Um, as I may have mentioned, if I didn't mention it, I'm mentioning it now. Mentioning it. Sound like a drunk divorcee. I've just been mentioning it lately. Um, I was in New York City. I'm not going to tell you what, or, what, or, what I was doing. I was, uh, I was, uh, I was outside, um, you know. I was outside. They, they don't let you in if you don't have the proof of the injection. And so I was rejected. Injected, rejected. Uh, Want to hear a joke? So uh, a Pole, a Brazilian, a Syrian, and an American try to walk into a New York bar. But they can't because the American doesn't have the proper paperwork. 
Oh, it's only funny because it's true. So we'll see how the vaccine mandate shakes out in New York City. It makes you wonder, like, will they ever backtrack it? If this goes from alleged pandemic to we just finally admit it's an endemic, it's just it's going to be around, are they still going to uh, walk back the, the mandates or are they going to double down? Like, are these things harbinger for more, even stricter mandates, or are we going to eventually be like, yo, we, we can't just, like, require paperwork, medical paperwork for, and it's, we're, what are we doing? We need a lot, I know I say that too often, I always say, what are we doing? And I think I say that so often because there's a vacuum. That sentence isn't being said enough, and for some reason it just, it's just out in the ether and it shoehorns itself into my head and I, I overly use that phrase. I say, what are we doing? But really, that's what we need to do collectively. We need to stop and go, what are we doing? I don't mean that as a rhetorical device. Like literally, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are and then and then is what we're doing the optimum thing to be doing? Is it a complete 180 to what we should be doing? To what degree in between? Um, I don't know. I'm just saying somebody should know, but you don't know unless you ask the question. Uh-oh, hear the lightning, hear the thunder, hear the lightning and the thunder. Um, I don't know if this mic picks it up. Uh, oh, by the way, before I, I, I get out of here, why don't you check out um, Wiss Inc. Uh, Creatives. Uh, Wiss Inc. Creative is should be your go-to spot for graphic design and uh, logo work, particularly if you're into the fastest growing game in America, Cornhole. He can customize your cornhole bags and or your boards. It's a really cool touch for, uh, I don't know, marketing events or if you got a startup or a, a band. Who knows what the fuck you got? Check him out at uh, stanwissink at gmail.com. That's S-T-A-N-W-I-S-S-I-N-K at gmail.com. Also, do you like marijuana edibles? I know you do. If you don't, you should check them out, but you should make your own, right? You should make your own. Save a little money. Don't overpay dispensaries make sure it's legal in your state but if you go to oregonbaba.com you can check out some candy molds and candy mixers for my friends at baba g diy edible kits using your own ingredients mixed with their molds and mixer you can make some delicious homemade eddies again that's oregonbaba.com all right guys have a good rest of your week Try not to get shot, and we'll talk to you at some point next week. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.